This is how it's going to start. Hello. Oh my good. Hey. Welcome. This is the beginning, but we're going to get right ass into it. Is that okay? We're going to get right ass ready straight away into it here on the Executive Buffet, also known as Daddy's Big Red Truck, sometimes known as Hands on the Branch here Live to tap, live to tape, leave to tap a with me, Kevin Tipcorn, Jason Pepperhouse, Johnny Pemberton, my very special coming back for part two guest, John Daly. Wow. I took a piss and John's got a coffee now. I've got a coffee now. It's a double espresso. Thank you so much. Yes, let's splash oat milk in there. You got to have oat milk. Yeah, I don't fuck with dairy except oh. when I do all the time, bitch. Yeah, yeah, I do it once in a while, and it fucking you do that thing. Yeah, it just it's nasty for my stomach. Uh, in Africa, I was eating. Also, I've gone gluten free since having right having. I had COVID nineteen, like yes. we were talking about, like the original non Omicron, mm-hmm. just like the uncut shit, and it really. Wait, so how uh, what month what month was it when you got it? It was December okay. of twenty twenty. Wow! Um, right around Christmas, mm-hmm. my fault. I went to uh, uh, snowboarding. Wow. <laughs> I was like, me and uh, me and Natalie were just like, you know what? What are we gonna do? Like we're going fucking insane. Yeah, we love snowboarding. Let's go to Big Bear. You guys love snowboarding together. That's cool. Oh man, it's 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 great. That's a cool couples uh, event. I like that. Yeah, but in in like the snowboarding at Big Bear was set up so that you you're outside 100 percent of the time unless you're taking a piss in the bathroom. So I was taking a piss in the bathroom. I went into this crowded ass bathroom in this fucking douchebag tripped on his ski boots and fell into me as he was as I was peeing. And I was like, dude, dude, I almost like thought he was doing it on purpose and like almost mm-hmm. whipped around and like punched him with my penis, I guess. Mr. I don't know. Mr. Like Mr. I Bean. felt violent towards him, but I think he gave me COVID like that was. And then after that, I was like laid up. I had a bad flu for like not uh, worth mentioning, not the worst flu I've ever had. I've had very bad flus really? that were like 10 times worse than COVID. It was just bad. It just lasted a long time. That's the, the thing with it. The linger. The linger. Mm. Of my finger. Oh, gross. Um, but we don't have to talk about COVID because well, we talking about this didn't end up being that bad anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying how I was I was pissed when we saw the leopard yes. that I couldn't smell its spray. You smelled right. it, I couldn't smell it. But we saw this. Well, we drove through a cloud of its spray and it didn't you might have smelled it but not realized it because it smelled like it was cray it was like house paint level, like irritating. I like it must be really attractive to fucking female leopards. Oh god, that's all I'm saying because maybe it was I disgusting liked it. to me. Maybe that's what I caught maybe a you're tiny just... whiff of it, but I think I'm, to me it smelled more kind of like leather or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, we saw this leopard. Their first game drive was the evening. Very rare thing to see because they live in trees. Uh-huh. And oh, they're just very rare in general. They're, very rare in general. They're elusive. They're, yeah. If they don't want to be seen, they will not be seen. The pattern on that thing is like fucking insane camouflage. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just a beautiful, like I would say, I'm just going to say it, sexy creature. Very okay. sexy. The way it moves. Yeah. Uh, the the we, color is such a unique color. It's almost like a blue black, like an oily, yeah. like an ink. That's what I was amazed by is how dark the blue black was on the leopard skin. It seems like an impossible color. Yeah. It feels like it was just inked. Yeah. It almost seems wet in a way. You know what I mean? Well, it was so shiny that it seemed Ugh. like a wet. Yeah. Just so beautiful. And it was walking around spraying and kind of almost playing in trees like like you'd expect like a little kitty cat to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was and then just lounged and let like every animal there is like pretty obviously cool with safari vehicles because they're just raised and born and raised mm-hmm. with it. And so, so mellow, just on the side of the road on this little bridge thing, just sunning itself and being seen by people. Stopping traffic, too. Stopping traffic, yeah. And then that was the only time where I was like, oh, a lot of traffic is like, because you've seen those like safari pictures with a lot of traffic. But I'll tell you what, it was not like that most of the time. It was us pretty much alone with with our crew of, Mm -hmm. of people who we liked. It was just lovely. And we ended up seeing... What you pointed out, a honey badger, which was, I was like, oh, that was crazy. It wasn't, yeah. and it wasn't the guide who pointed it out. It was fucking Johnny going, oh, that was a honey badger. And the guide was like, really? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, you're into animals. Yeah. Cause I it was, like a, animals it was a, a honey lot, yeah. badger and it could have, you could have missed it. You could have blinked your eye and Johnny it was, was so just big like, too. honey badger. Yeah. It was big. It was fucking huge. And it ran across the road. Yeah. Just like waddling like a fucking platypus or something like that. Yeah. The animal that all the other animals are scared of because it yeah. just doesn't give a fuck and it'll latch onto your neck. And oh, that's what uh, the second safari place the lady told us about, right? She told us that the honey badger will kill a young male lion if it gets fucked with. If a young male right. lion fucks with a honey badger, the honey badger will use its claws to rip the, the lion's balls and dick off and it'll bleed to death because its right. dick and balls have been ripped off by a fucking honey badger. Yeah. So they don't fuck with them. Whoa. Yeah, and she her describing how leopards kill you, and she's seen. I think she's. I don't she's think she's seen, seen people shit. get killed, but she's seen some fucked up shit in the aftermath of people getting killed. Yeah, and by v- being extremely stupid, she was like, "You won't believe how many people get out to get a better Oof. picture and get fucked with by animals mm-hmm. or killed." And she said that leopards, how they kill you is they give you a big hug with their front arms and they th- put their uh, th- their uh, Back you know, claws. back feet on your stomach and just Rip. pump until you're fucking disemboweled. I was yeah. like, oh, no. that's Because they're not that big. Yeah, they're not like, yeah, they're not giants. So not as big as a lion like, or anything like that. Right. Like lions, a lion just swats you and you're done. Lions, takes lions just skull. swat you or just take a little bite. Bite of your skull and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Lions are like grizzly bear type mouth <sighs> side. The size of lion. We, so we got to see also a lion roar. Um, Multiple times. You don't get to see every time, but uh, every time you see a lion, they're not usually like territorializing or whatever Mm -hmm. they roar for. But this piercing roar that was like unbelievable um, that they can hear for 10 miles. I'm going to edit it in right now. I'm going to edit it in. Yeah. Okay. We got the roar there. Isn't that incredible? What I was really stunned by is how, how literally loud it was. 
just it was extremely so loud. loud. Yeah. Also, the different frequencies inside there. Remember, the guy told us that every lion has a distinct roar, and so every all, all of his family members know far away, like ten miles away, like you said, they can know that what lion's making that sound. Yeah, yeah, and the lions spend all day sleeping, and then at night they just troop around like they just go and i guess that it makes sense because i follow all these uh trail cams like on on instagram that are just like here's five seconds of a trooping fucking leopard or whatever and yeah so they just like troop around and our our uh we we saw a very old one and then as soon as we stopped she just goes and we'll yeah put in put in the audio of it because it's unbelievable. It made I mean, me think about really now when I watched cool. the the dragon show. Yes, how you know how the dragons are super loud. Yeah, that dragon if it was like a lion, which it kind of is, it would kill you. It would be so loud. Yeah, because that lion that was so loud it almost hurt my ears. It was so fucking loud. Yeah, it really was resonantly mm-hmm. loud. And yeah, a dragon yelling in your face, like in the episode last night, that popped yes. your ear. All those people's popped eardrums. They, I think they'd be dead. I think their skulls would explode. <laughs> what if the entire cast was just on the ground, just, bleeding out of their ears? <laughs> there's this famous uh, thing, like there's this writer I love named Jim Sul- is it Jim Jim uh, Jim Harrison. Jim Harrison. He talks about how a sonic boom from an aircraft will explode a baby weasel's head. Oh, how, how like, you know, this it's like just how he talks about like just the terror and horror of the interaction of man and nature. And that's an yeah. example of it. It's just how you think we're, we're far away. But if a, if a supersonic jet has a sonic boom over a vast area of wilderness, these tiny animals, they will the sonic boom will cause will kill them because yeah. of the force of the sound. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, poor weasels. Poor, I mean. But then they're weasels. You don't care about weasels. Oh man, I love weasels. You do really? I'm a big. Have you ever seen a weasel in the wild? No, but we saw we saw versions of weasels. We did. Oh, we Africa. saw some, some of the cutest things I've ever seen in my yeah, entire really. life. Mongooses. We that saw were the mongoose. Those brown fuck. ones, right? Yeah. Those yeah. little brown ones on the tree. Yes. That's one of the cutest animals I've ever. seen And they seen were in full grown. I was oh, like, these are full grown. They look like little weasel puppies. Like teddy bear snakes kind yeah. of thing like that. Really ultra cute. Like a chocolate lab if it was a yes. uh, weasel, but uh, so small and short and kind of like, oh, man, it looks very pettable. Yeah, you want to get out and pet it, but then you'll die in some other way. Ultimately, uh, that's the probably why it's so nice is you cannot pet the thing. Yeah. All these things you just can't. You want so badly. Because even those lions a couple times... They seem so docile. I, those two male lions that one time. I understand why people would get out of a thing yeah. and and try and pet a lion because they were so also lazy. Like you just want mm-hmm. the, you They're just lounging around and they yawn and they're so like, and you know it's like yeah, you just want to touch them. They feel very accessible and they start to just feel like cats is what they yeah. you know they start to feel like domesticated cats and you're just like oh it's it's everything it's doing is so familiar. Including licking its balls, we got great. Oh, we got great footage. I great mean, I've never pulled out lick. my camera faster than when this lion. Lions have big jet black balls, and <laughs> they're very human looking. I would say they're yeah. large human looking balls, um, and they're jet black. <laughs> and this lion, we got footage of a lion licking its balls, but there's an African bird that is going off at the same time, and it's almost like. The sound of the lion's tongue hitting its balls is like this squeak that's making made by the African bird. It was just crazy. Oh, but yeah. man, I zoomed in deep on that. And then the 
And then one of the safari ladies, the, the safari lady we had at the second place. Celia? Um, not Celia, name. but... Uh, and this place was called Lion Sands. Shout right. out to Lion. Shout out to Lion Sands. One of the best places I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. One of the best places I've ever been in my entire life. Lion Sands Game Reserve. Everybody stay at the Lion Sands, um, uh, what's it called? Lodge. Yeah. Um, the River Lodge. The River Lodge. Is where we stayed. It was one of the coolest places I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. And the person who, uh, it was like Alicia or something like that. Who? Okay. Who, uh carted us around the driver the driver um was like getting her master's in zoology yeah such an expert fucking genius that was that That was was what's crazy to me is right away just this how much knowledge she had about everything yeah i was able to convey it so clearly it was really incredible just to be able to ask any question and she just goes here's your answer yeah or even to talk about like when we're sitting there watching the lions for like 20 minutes she tells all this this backstory of each lion how these ones came to be here. And the things she explained that I have on camera a little bit is just how difficult it is to be a lion. Yeah, that was the part. I was like, oh, you're a lion. Your life is horrible. It's very stressful. It's extremely stressful to the point where lions in captivity like live like twice as long or something because they're just not under this intense familial it's family. If you think about it, it's fucking family pressure. It's family stress. Right. But they can't avoid it because it's just, well, we're a lion. You can't avoid if it. If you're a male, mm-hmm. you're born. And then as soon as you come of age, as soon as you like hit puberty, they kick you out mm-hmm. of the family so that you won't. And they will kill you if you fight back enough. They kick you out so that you won't impregnate your mother and your sisters. Right. So it's all to keep from inbreeding. But the, the way that they keep from inbreeding is by violent fighting and that's why you see a lot of lions with like giant scars all over their face yeah. uh and that's where you know like like in the lion king scar but like <laughs> they all have scars like it's a hundred percent of them because their lives are just fights it's crazy it's that's a what that leopard life. was so crazy that leopard looked like he just came out of the fucking 3d printer you know yeah. he's just clean yeah because they're like solo mm-hmm. leopards are like solo lone loners they must still get some nicks though you know don't you, don't you think they gotta get something he just looks so I'm sure some fresh. But what's gonna fuck with like a solo leopard at night? That's like another leopard, hiding? right? Another I guess leopard. another leopard. Yeah, another male leopard. But the yeah, the male lions. I mean, the female lions don't have it easy either. But like, then they come back. Then the male lions like go on walkabout for like two years, mm-hmm. and then they come back and try and be in the pride again. And they get f- they have to fight their way through again and kill people in order to establish their dominance. And well, not necessarily people, but kill. Not uh, sorry, kill kill other lions. Got to kill probably. a couple people, uh, bring them to the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> and present them. And then the other thing was interesting about the park in general is that, and and what this lady told us at Lion Sands is that there's no intervention with the animals. Right, so, not at all. So she was like, one time a giraffe had. Uh, but an infestation of ticks on its genitals, oh, and we yeah. had to. Ju- it was this, she was like it was one of the saddest things in my life. We just had to watch this giraffe die over the course of months because it had a tick infestation. Because you can't intervene. Because what if you kill this? If, if you put it out of its misery, then you're messing up the the biome. It's like Star Trek. And if yeah, it's like Star Trek mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, you can't. Uh, what do they call it? They have a name for it in Star Trek, I think. Like, it's uh, like uh, the Prime uh, Directive. Yeah, is it the directive. prime directive? I think so. Not to interfere. You don't you're not supposed to interfere with other uh, societies or something like that. Something, something like a, this is. I thought the prime directive was exterminate 
Uh, the whole human race. That might be the Klingon prime. I don't know. Or is that the Misfits song? Stamina, the, the whole human race. <laughs> I just want to say a leopard <laughs> for a friend. <laughs> Lions and tigers. Hard life. Doodly doo. <laughs> Lions and tigers. Oh my God. So. Yeah, they don't intervene at all. So they don't. Yeah, so they don't intervene at all because like they're like, oh, if we intervene and like. Uh, you know, uh, save this animal's life. It might be the animal with brittle legs that needed to die. Right, because right, like right, then, yes. then its sperm is going to be the, its DNA with the brittle leg DNA is going to be in the thing. So you just let it die. It's all this natural selection stuff. You don't want to interfere with natural selection because it's natural selection for a reason, and that's to keep the animals healthy. And the ones that die are. Sp- that's the, I think about that sometimes, in a weird way. With humans, and I, have we become that thing where have we intervened so much that the, with the genes that are being passed on are like bad genes? But also, I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? It's like that's like all those that low rise genes are coming back. Yeah. yeah. Are they really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, have we, have do, are we, you know, should we do kind of like genetic experiments and decide <laughs> who's worthy of life? You know, yeah. like well, um, or the opposite <laughs> or just uh, help no one ever except. OK. Or I don't know. There's no there's no way to do it. There's no way to slice it. Any way you any way you cut it. Bad things are the outcome. Right. Because if you're that that means like Stephen Hawking, who apparently was important. I don't know what the hell that guy did, but in <laughs> any situation, that guy would be uh, first in line to get culled. Like, see you later, man. <laughs> Sorry. Like, you know, your body doesn't work, etc. Yeah. But you keep that guy around. Even though he's a brain in a jar, he's going to write some fucking great stuff that blows your mind. But maybe that's why he's around, because he's able to do that. And so that sort of made him worthwhile to stay around. You know? Right. But how, my point is, how would you know that without... But he wasn't born that way. No, he wasn't. So congrats to Stephen Hawking, I guess, is what we're saying on having a gradual debilitating yeah. disease. Because we got to see that flashy brain. And Man, I wish it was like Stephen Hawking lived 20 years longer. Like he was, he could move his timeline 20 years forward just to watch him be canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was like about to get canceled. Probably was. I he mean, was. No, he was. He was, really? No, this is real. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Okay. I just he, know he was into, he's into Playboy a lot. I know that's a big thing. Right. He's yeah. like a perv. Of course he's a perv. He's strapped to a fucking chair. Yeah. Talking on a computer. What's interesting to him? It's like, yeah, he's boners. a weirdo. Yeah, boners. boners. Tits. He's like, oh, my boner works. He was about to get canceled, though? Well, he did problematic things in some way. Like, his nurse, like, he was married to a woman, and then his nurse, like, he cheated on his nurse. I don't think he was going to get canceled. I just think it's funny to talk about Stephen Hawking as if he's going to get canceled. But, but, uh, yeah, there's, it's, yeah. Bit of a pervo. Don't don't watch the movie about him, because it's just a guy doing, like, Hawking face, man. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's rough stuff. I'm not gonna see it. I right. couldn't finish it. I got other ones on the list. Yeah, take it off the list. Um, so, so the other animals we saw giraffe. After a while, like you're not even stopping the car for giraffes and they're elephants because so they're all over the place. We saw an elephant poop, and it was like a tree trunk coming out of its butt. Also, we saw an elephant uh, charge us. Yeah, and I, charge us. I have a distinct memory in my mind. It's your face looking at me. And then uh, the elephant's face being very big behind you because it's running toward the vehicle. And 
trumpeting and the driver starts the car and drives away faster than I can even pull my camera out and t- take a video. Yeah, I that was, was cool as shit. I was taking a video. I have a four second video of the elephant charging us. Ugh, the best. And the, and then so disappointing after the elephant charged us and we were like, we almost died. They were like, no, that was a warning charge. Mm-hmm. A bluff charge. Like, it was a bluff charge. The real charge will come after the bluff charge. That was a bluff charge to get you to scatter. And then, because they had babies around, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, just you can't beat an elephant baby for oh. just pure joy. We saw that one that was about the size of an ottoman. Yeah. And they were asked, I remember asking someone how old it was, thinking I was going to hear like, oh, it's a year old to two years old. I said, probably a couple days. Yeah, a couple days like, old. What? This little thing. And its trunk, it's unbelievably cute. It's walking with its mom, and its trunk is up on the nipples of the stomach of the mom. Mm-hmm. It's walking with the mom, and its trunk is just attached to the... It was so funny and weird and cute and just like alien baby, like totally yeah. alien. Like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was. I bet that milk, too, is probably so creamy, but it's like 50% fat or something. Right. I, I know whale milk is super, super thick. I bet right. elephant milk is just probably so good. Yeah. <laughs> and when they give it to you, whale cum is, is oh, really, yeah. it's really thick and whale good. Whale cum is a super basic. What am call. I thinking of? Oh, sperm whales. I, don't, yeah. I, I was going to make some sperm whale thing, but it's not. But the sperm isn't even sperm with those things. It's like the jelly inside their head. Yeah, they what do they call the it? Sh- the spermaceti or some shit? Yeah, it's like, it's just the stuff they make into candles, I guess. Isn't it weird how they figured that out? Like, <laughs> if you hu- if you spend tons of time hunting this sea creature and you cut open its brain, you can run a candle on this. Yeah. <laughs> like, of all the things. And make perfume. Oh, is that what they do with it? It's ambergris. Oh, they, really? They make a lot of, and they still make some perfumes. Really? With whale brain runoff, which is called ambergris. I didn't know that. Which is like, if you read Moby Dick, yeah. there's, I just read, over pandemic, I read Moby Dick because I'm a psycho and it's the best book of all time. I got to read it again. I, I stopped oh, about a hundred pages in. Oh man. I don't it's know why. It's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's just, and you got to get past that first thousand pages. The first thousand pages of Queek Quag and, uh, and the yeah. author like having like a farting sort of, contest. Sort of a bromance. <laughs> yeah. But the, even that part I love, you know, yeah. like, Queeg Quag is they're they're like you know Queeg Quag was fond of farting fond of it's like half there's a chapter about farting in bed with mm-hmm. men it's like <laughs> men had to sleep with each other and they farted and it was disgusting it's we like, were almost gonna be be doing that if we if I didn't find us a place you know I was like I know we were both talked about it we're prepared to we might have to share a little tent or someplace yeah because they have places in mm-hmm. in Kruger Park where it's like no you get a tent or whatever it's, it's pretty like very rustic pretty rustic they have a boma around it like a bunch of sticks basically to discourage elephants from trampling it. Not to <laughs> stop them. You can't stop right. them. You just discourage them. You make it like uncomfortable for them to trample you to death. Yeah, from the sides. Yeah. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. from the top. But uh, but then we went to this place, Lion Sands, that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. We started at Hoyo Hoyo, which was like good. But then we, we went to the expensive place for one night. And expensive, by the way, not expensive. For it, what you get. For what you get. It was... The American dollar goes so far. It was like a fourth. It was crazy. The experience we got was so crazy mm-hmm. and amazing and just tailored. It just felt like like there were monkeys basically in my room. There was, there it was also like, Niala that was right outside yeah, my door. Tame Niala. Yeah. Tame just Niala. like the band. Just tame like, Niala. Like the band. There were Tame Niala. There were Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. They were. And, and, and then you like. 
they have like a dance thing oh, yeah, that they did the dinner. for dinner, and I felt awful about <laughs> dancing with them. But you there gotta, was nothing else to do. You had to do it. Yeah, yeah. You were forced to dance with all these people that were so lovely and nice, and making some of the most beautiful oh, the food. Um, choral music uh, I've heard in a while. Just yeah. like really beautiful all women's choir singing for us, and then the food was unbelievable. Outstanding. It's just so incredible. That is the thing that that's sort of a thing, a South African thing is that it's I always think about it like America in the 50s, how good it would imagine going to what we have now is considered a farm to table restaurant. Imagine going to a farm to table restaurant in the 50s sometime in America. Yeah. How much better it would be and how less much less pretentious it would be. Yeah. Because it's just what do you mean farm to table? Like What's not farm to table? That's how you. That's what Anthony Bourdain's thing was. Really? He was like, that's bullshit. It's a buzzword. Yeah, it is buzzword. What's not farm to table? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's true. I mean, some stuff is sort of like shitty farm to expensive table or farm goes through some gets frozen and then it's like to the table. Right. But so much of that South African stuff, it's like uh, they have an organic tradition because it's not considered organic. It's just this is how you do it. Right. It's just, it, yeah, and they had that, they had just like every, a huge sampler of every possible kind of food you yeah. can imagine, amazing curries and everything, and then they had, they had this stuff that I'm trying trying to find in the United States that's white, it's like rice, mashed potatoes. Oh, that, I, I know what that is. What is that? The white stuff, that's, that's starch, right? It's just starch? I, what it is, I'm pretty sure that is a type of corn, I think. Oh, Yes, you're it's right. A certain type of corn. It was corn. It was called something. Yes. But it was like this ultra. It's very white. Very white. It was like an ultra. What's that yellow corn that you cut off slices? Uh, polenta. Polenta. It was like an ultra polenta, mm-hmm. African polenta thing. And it's gluten free, which I try and stay gluten free. And it was just so good. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I need some of this stuff. Um, but then then we the other magical thing that happened at that at Lion Sands was we got to the lions at night oh yeah we got to see lions doing their night thing three lionesses just like laying around yeah it was just that was crazy it was crazy seeing the hyena to me was very special that was so cool just walked in front of us and then just walked away and it was our last like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. of of the whole trip and it was like we haven't seen a hyena yet and then this hyena came out and they have longer their legs are longer in front than they are in back Mm -hmm. and they're just they look like the never-ending story creatures and they're so weird the best it's, it's totally amazing they're so scary too they're like the most intense predators they're so they're just devastating yeah untamable too i think and like everything's from the pleistocene era and it's like when they were describing like some of the cats like you're like oh a cheetah's a cat and they're like well it's a dog too they're like yeah it's mainly dog it looks like a cat, but you have to understand it's a dog because everything's so ancient there. It's 50 million years. It's been a temperate zone for 50 million years. So it never got iced over or anything. So all these animals are so big and around because it just, they never had a die out phase. And it's yeah, just I mean, that's, fucking amazing. That's my, that's my two cent theory. I never had got, got, I need to get that confirmed by someone who's like an actual. Expert, you know, expert on that, but geologist. that seems to make sense why you've had these animals that didn't really evolve to change that much because they've been in the same place for so long. 
under the same environmental conditions. Right. Like the animals that were successful 50 million years ago are still the successful animals besides man. Like mm-hmm. rhinos well, yeah. have been the same. We saw a rhino was one of the saddest. It was the saddest part of the whole trip because rhinos are going extinct and they cut off the fucking horn. Like the whole reason you want to see a rhino part is because the horns. That's but, what makes them insane but and they special. They proactively cut them off to be less appealing to poachers. Because yeah. they do, they grow back. The horn grows back. Right. So it's you like can a nail. farm it's rhinos. Like a fingernail. You yeah. can farm rhinos if you want to. You can definitely do it, but they don't want to because some. Evidently, I read I read about an article about this after our trip. There was one Vietnamese official who evidently said that it cured his cancer. Yeah. And so now they're all the, all the rich Vietnamese, not just Vietnamese, but other Southeast Asian countries are just mad for the natural rhino horn, not the farmed rhino horn. You can farm it. No, this guy nope. said, like, the difference the, yeah. was it was the natural one. That mm-hmm. has the magic that cured mm-hmm. my cancer. Meanwhile, these things are made of fingernail material. Right. They're keratin. And, but people think they have magic properties. So, yeah. And the craziest thing is they were like, yeah, Chinese billionaires buy them and cut their heroin with these. Yeah. I was like, what? They're cutting their heroin with rhino horn? Yeah, it's just like a super luxury thing. Like, we got to go to war with China. We got to go to war with China. We got to get those rhino horns and... You know, bolt them back onto these dying rhinos, I guess. I don't know. Because what she was saying is that we saw a white rhino, which is less rare than the black rhino. Yes. But she was saying that the the black... We also have to say that we saw a a plane circling us the whole time. Poaching. Anti-poaching. Anti-poaching plane. We also saw a helicopter about 20 minutes later for the same thing. Yeah. Just following one... They're circling a plane, a a propeller plane circling one rhino, just Mm -hmm. making sure... Just looking looking out for it. Yeah, looking out to make sure poachers didn't come and fucking... They just cut the face off and mm-hmm. then leave the body. It's so fucked up. It's terrible. They also, what she was saying is that the the black rhino probably won't get hunted to death. What will happen is is that the numbers will be so low that the gene pool will be so small that the rhinos will become like, uh, the gene pool is too small to reproduce, so they're going to have all these genetic diseases. And they're eventually going to die from genetic diseases, not because they've been hunted like to extinction, like a passenger pigeon or something. They'll wow. just be... So there's not enough variety for them. Not though. enough variety, so they can't... Oh, my God. Yeah, it'll be like... If, there, if there's only 100 of something left, and they're all in the same area, they're all like going to be not genetic, genetically diverse enough to keep themselves alive healthily. Hel- right. Healthily. <laughs> Unless there's a really smart one in a wheelchair. Yeah. And uh, maybe with glasses. Who har- they harvest the, harvest some old cum, yeah. mix it up in the lab, and make <laughs> put some extra genes on there and fix it up. I've been freezing rhino cum for two different reasons. Um, I uh, that It's so crazy. Yeah, it's like, uh, if, if you can go to Africa, go there, they were saying, because there will be no rhinos in 10 years. That, that was my whole reason for going. Because yeah. when I was in South Africa last time, I went to see the doctor because I thought I had to take um, what's not malaria, malaria not stuff? malaria it was a uh, some other thing a typhoid I thought I had to take typhoid pills because I was worried about my bowels and stuff and he was mm-hmm. like no you don't have to don't worry about that you're in Cape Town you're, everything here is different so okay I didn't take it but he also he just asked me some questions and he told me about oh you have to go to Kruger you you have to go he got so serious with me right and he wrote out this all the stuff on a paper it's somewhere God knows where and all my fucking claptrap shit. <laughs> but he wrote uh, the place to go. I don't know. I've, I'll find it someday after it's probably gone. But he's like, you you have to go. You must go because 
many of these animals will not be around. You might not get to see them again in your lifetime. Yeah. And I thought about that. I didn't end up going that time, but that's why I was determined we had to go on that trip. Yeah, you, you were the driver. Before we went to Africa, you yeah. were like, I'm, I'm thinking of doing this. And I was like, okay, that this, you have to do this. You have yeah. to do it. Yeah. I also feel like it now, all the whole thing everyone says, which is true, is, you know, after COVID, you got to fucking live because you might die. You're going to die. Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. traveling is... It's yeah, it's such a luxury, such such a luxury and having just being in Africa was a total privilege and luxury. So we we wanted to do it. And also the big thing is do it up when someone else is paying for your plane ticket. You got to use that ticket because that's yeah. the most expensive aspect. Uh, of it. Yeah. Uh, everything else reason. was ridiculously cheap. Uh-huh. It was like it was so cheap that we'd like look at each other sometimes and go like, really? Jesus Christ. Once you get there, it's cheap. But yeah. getting there is fucking expensive. It's crazy expensive. Yeah. And um, when, uh, when but you, you know what? It's not that expensive right now. It's true. Not but that anyone, everyone I talk to, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. Like, you got to see these animals before they die. And they're like, yeah, it's not my priority to go to well, Africa. That's, <laughs> like, that's the other thing, I'm though, like, too. but if you went, it would be. It's so fucking cool. It's I so mean, cool. Wow. But to get there, the travel time is so long. It's we got, bananas. We got the ultimate way to do it because we're already there for work. We yeah. already got acclimated to the time. And then we get to drop in for the most perfect three days ever. Yeah. Where normally you'd go... Everyone we talk to is, oh, we're going to be there for two weeks because why would you go that far just for three days, you know? Right. But three days, you can. we did. We fucking got see, everything. We got the things that you want to see. I'm sure there's stuff we missed. I don't think there like is, Like, we actually. didn't see a cheetah. That's right, the okay. only thing we missed is, like, That's a cheetah, true. but we saw an African spotted leopard, which is almost rarer than a cheetah, it seems. Super rare. And then Super we rare. saw, like, uh, the dogs, the wild dogs, which are very rare. Very we rare. We saw the... The the chameleon, which was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and then the fucking uh, the uh, honey badger, the all the mongooses, mm-hmm. the baboons, and then hippos. That we was saw cool. the, Like the last day, mm-hmm. you have to walk. When we walked, like you have to have this elephant gun loaded. Yeah, like this had lady had gun. a fucking gun loaded, and. Um, she was interesting. I, I liked her. She was cool. Yeah, I think that, I guess the gun thing is like a legal thing. They have to have it. They have to have, you have to have a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you're not protecting your your folks yeah. on she the drive. W- she was also weird about race, <laughs> even though I she was like a cosmopolitan person. It's just that, Africa. Like, yeah, it's just, it's she was thing. talking about, but she talked about race too. Yeah. And it's just a thing people do there. And she was like, yeah, just like, hey, you have to understand, like, I'm not racist. I was like, okay. She didn't say we that, don't... did she? No, she didn't say that, but she was like, so, you know, she, was, she wasn't she was talking about it. She was talking right, about it the right, way, like, saying. a grad student would talk right. about it, you know? But, like, she was talking about it. Mm-hmm. very, And I was just like, all right, we don't need to do this. <laughs> Like, she was like, Cruz is colored. You know, our oh, our yeah. our guy, our tracker uh, guy the was tracker. That guy, Cruz, man, he was like a total badass. That guy dude. spotted. Oh, it was crazy yeah. the shit he spotted. Yeah, you know what's really cool the to me th- is yeah. seeing how excited they both got, and you, that's your job. But you still get super excited about seeing this stuff. It's like it's very yeah. palpable their excitement. Like when he like went crazy to take the cover off of that light, like losing his mind to see this animal. Yeah. I can't remember what animal that was. I think it was like a oh, some weird little night animal. But he was he was so excited about it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean that's crazy that you can do that day in and day out, but still be stoked. 
think there's something about the animals that are, it makes it where it never gets old because it's like they're they're wild. So you're seeing this thing in its natural environment, and, and you're seeing something that you've seen before on yeah. television throughout your life many many times, mm-hmm. but it had a different effect. Just yeah. being there. And the size of the animals and seeing them in their natural environment. It's kind of psychedelic zoo. in a way. Yeah, it was it was psychedelic. It's very a thing where they it feels like you're, you're crossing paths with this thing that you'd never cross paths with. And so you have like this technically you have some sort of interaction with this thing. Like you've you've like you've touched it in a way and it, t- it touches you, too. It's like interacting with some sort of a super power, super powerful Energy or something like that, some crazy woo right. woo shit. Ancient, it, yeah. Thing. Like an, that's it. It's an ancient it's thing. Ancient. It's unchanged. Like we look at that rhino. You look at this thing where, like, what the fuck is this? It's like a weird machine of sorts. It's just a. It's a grass processing tank. Right. It roams around. It's untouchable except for humans. Yeah. It's yeah. unfucking touchable. This it's big ass fucking tank. It just processes grass. It just shits and eats. It's all it does. Quietly moving around, shitting and eating. Yeah, there's a feeling of awe that you feel that yeah. I've been trying to talk about. But it's kind of the feeling of awe that you find in Rome or something like that, where you're like, oh my God, these things have been here for twenty five hundred years or a thousand years mm-hmm. or two thousand years. But this has been here for fifty million years and it's largely unchanged. And the weird Another weird part about it is a lot of the savanna area looks like Southern California. It totally does. And some of it looks like fucking Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like where I was growing up. I was like, whoa, savanna isn't jungle and it's not desert. It is California. Mm-hmm. Like it's like scrub brushes, small trees, some big trees, and then some big open spaces. Yeah. Some what they call the Bushveld, which we went to the Bushveld. That yeah. was what more Lion Sands was more it was a different style. Of a uh, woodland area. It was different. It was more yes. wooded. It was more wet, mm-hmm. I think, the bushveld because yeah. of the river and stuff. But uh, but definitely looks kind of SoCal-ish. That was a crazy so thing. Cal. It's just how much, how much, uh, how many mammals are just filling up that area. You go to any place else like that in the world that looks like that, there's nothing out there. If there yeah. are, there's maybe like some coyotes, maybe some, like, maybe like a desert tortoise. That's like California. Yeah. It's like there are mice. There are like... Uh, roaches, mm-hmm. ants, insects, mice, and rabbits, and uh, well, jaguars here. I mean, we have pumas, right? Right. Yeah, but so so, it is so much less of them. Yeah, that's the only that's the only kind of comparable thing is like there are kind of descendants of saber tooth tigers here, which is cool, mm-hmm. but we don't think about it. That you, never, much. You, ne- you never see. You yeah, never see you them. never see them, and they're very rare. But but yeah, after, it's so packed with animals, you can't not see them. Mm-hmm. Like they're just everywhere. And when it comes to like, yeah, the monkeys that were like everywhere, the you're just like, oh, another animal that blows my mind. Only it's like it's 10 feet away from me and it's throwing things at me. <laughs> <laughs> or one of them pissed on my like basically tried to piss on my head. And I was oh. like, this is amazing. Piss on my head. I was like, I don't care. This is interacting with with this shit. It was just so cool. I mean, it's super incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back. You want to go back? I do at some point. I actually kind of plan on it at some point in the next. I want to take other people. Exactly. I just want to take take my kids. I want to take kids there when they're the right age. When you're 12 or 13. Yeah. When you can handle the travel. Truly blows your mind. And when you can be like, hey, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be kind of scary, but it's gonna be cool. 
And the kids are like, it. I want to go to McDonald's. So you, I don't care about this stuff. And you're like, you're never going to see this again. I want to go to McDonald's. You can't. There was no McDonald's yeah. in the park. No, not in the park. But there is a McDonald's down there. We should have brought some in for our, our first driver. Yeah, we only ate McDonald's. You know, um, McDonald's is actually uh, one of the best companies of all time. It's actually yeah. the greatest. Do you know this is McDonald's? <laughs> are you crazy, bro? Are you crazy, bro? Laka, laka for this. This is like fucking laka, bro. Oh my God! What does Lekka mean again? That's Lekka. Lekka means like cool. L e k k e r Lekka. It means um like really good. It's 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 awesome. It's gnarly. It's good. So you're basically Lekka. in um Deant word. Yeah, I'm basically <laughs> in. I pretty much know all the words. I um I know I know a couple of them. I just pretty much can spot on do any type of accent. The Cape accent, I can do it no problem. You can do the Cape accent. Yeah, a little bit maybe. I, I mean back then when I was listening to Andre talk all the time, I could do it. Because right. his accent was so thick, man. I fucking love that accent so much. It is cool. Yeah. It is the best accent that exists. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. The Ville de Besta. I feel like I'm going to sneeze, but I. Look into the light. We'll both look in the light. Two Johns don't make a right. <laughs> look into the it's light. It's not happening. Look into the right. Um, Johnny was just on my podcast, Two Johns Don't Make a Right. When's it come we? out? Um. It could come out in it's it's a monthly podcast, but I think oh, I'm gonna monthly, put it out. Nice. It's monthly. Yours. That's is how you should do it. Monthly. I want to. I'm weekly, but I want to go. I want to transition into monthly. Well, it's make just, them count. It's a lot of work. Uh, it, it it ends up just being like yeah. The, the unless you have a, a person, unless you're into booking. I know that you're a UPM, so you're into. Yeah, I'm a UPM. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a unit production manager. Yeah. If you guys know. <laughs> no, yeah. but uh, yeah, the. The bookings and stuff got a little bit like hectic and oh I was hectic like, mate all oh, right hectic it's a, it's a bit hectic it's hec- oh a hectic I can't do wait I what can't are you playing it. what are you playing I'm playing what's called the, the word relax blues oh yeah. yeah play that groove John Daly you can check him out on two Johns don't make a right. Yeah, this has been great. This has been fucking Thanks great. Thanks so much. My uh, voice got deeper. Yeah, uh, we talked about yeah. animals. We talked about all kinds of cool ass. Do we do we animals. miss any animals? Do we? We did miss a bunch of animals. Any actually. talk? Any animal talk? Well, we, technically we missed. Are we done? Is it over? We can be. We can I'm be segu- over. I'm segueing. You're segueing into I'm, the I'm, end, but I'm doing what you call um. Um, uh, fading us out. Sort I get of. it. You know what I mean? Like I'm sort of like. Well, we'll talk about it again. I'm sure. What animals do we not talk about? It's the kind of thing where you kind of there's just too much to talk about. Yeah. In a way, and also, what do you? Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I have a list of our animals. I made a list. Animal list. Here we go. These animals that we saw. Yeah. White rhino, hippo, elephant, giraffe, cape buffalo, leopard, lion. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Next one is I call these the medium five. <laughs> the hyena, a honey badger. We saw a jevet. That's what we saw in the middle of the night oh, there. A jevet. jevet, right? Striped mongoose, which is also super rare. A white-tailed mongoose we saw from super far away. I remember away. that. Yep. Uh, some kind of a hare. We saw right. a yellow-billed hornbill, which I oh incredible. The hornbills, oh, pretty as hell. We didn't even talk about birds. The red-breasted hornbill, which is that crazy fucking dinosaur. Looks like in a road. turkey. Yeah. That thing was insane looking. Yeah. Super insane. Hornbills, a lot of diversity in there. We saw an epauletted bat. Oh, wow. We saw a long-tailed shrike. Shrike. Yeah, shrike. Shit, I forgot about that. Uh, we saw a uh, blue starling, 
I, think, I don't think it was called that. I think it was just Starling that had blue on it. We saw a tawny eagle. We saw a couple tawny eagles. I remember eagles. the tawny eagles. We yeah. saw a battler eagle flying. Yeah. And these are the deer-like creatures we saw. We saw Nyala, Impala, Waterbuck, and Kudu. All yes. kind of the same. We saw some sort of a tiny owl. We saw a fruit bat. And we saw a guinea fowl. We saw a baboon and wild dogs. Those are the, uh, that's pretty much it. In a baboon spider hole. Yes. The hole. But it turns out it was not a baboon spider. He was right. lying he was to me to make me scared. So that we didn't get bitten by a poison spider. It, was, it, was, it, it was, wasn't a poison spider at all. It definitely wasn't. Right. It was probably like a, tar- a tarantula, which is not poisonous. Right, right. But I mean, I mean, he wanted to be the guy who knew, and I understood that. I was yeah. stepping on his territory by, by that. So yeah. I just have a thing. When people talk shit about spiders, it pisses me off. Really? Big time. Like, we were on something. I was working on something the other day where they had a snake guy. In Utah, they had a snake guy out there, right? And he was saying that, cause just in case there's a snake, he was saying that, oh, anytime you see those little uh, webs in the ground, that's a black widow. And some guy told me that. I'm like, ah, uh, that's literally not true at all. No, it's not true. It's not fucking that. true. There's no fucking black widows out there. There are. They don't want anything to do that. Ah, just fuck those Oh, guys. I got. There are black widows. Cause there I got are. bitten by one. You did? On my leg. Yes. When? It was in my bed. Oh, what was I this? I woke up in the morning. It was about five years ago. Right. And I had this black widow bite, which... Well, how did you know it was a black widow bite? I went to the doctor. Okay. I went to I went to Kaiser. And right. And they were like, you can see the fangs. And they put a microscope on it. And I saw the two fang bites. Okay. And I got by, bit by two black widows or one twice. Right. And it made these discs. The reason why I went to the doctor... Hard was, disc, It was right? a hard disc of necrotic blood. And okay. then... Two veins, in my case, where purple-black blood was visible in veins. And I was like, this looks like it's dying flesh. I'm going to go to the doctor. And they were like, you could have come in. It's a good idea to come in, but yeah. it's not a big deal. Okay. But I understand why you came in because it looks very bad. Yeah, it looks bad. And it wasn't bad, but it looked bad. And they gave me a antibiotic in case it got infected internally mm. with be- with the dead blood. But they were like... Black widow. This is a black or brown widow, and black, and you don't really need to worry about yeah. it. And, and, oh, weird! Because uh, I always thought the black widow bite was different. I thought it was a neurotoxin, not a uh, necrotic toxin. That's brown recluse. I thought was the. Oh, one. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, this might have been. I don't know, but it, it was. It was definitely not a brown reclu- a s- recluse because yeah. I asked about that. I was like, they yeah. were like, they're not really common to California. Also, I'll say this. Uh, Love doctors. Obviously, we have relationships to doctors in our lives. I love doctors. Yeah. Doctors don't know shit about spiders. No, they, they don't, don't know, know shit. shit. And what happens a lot of times is people will get things like that on the. They'll get. They'll blame brown recluse for bites when they get an infected bite. When you have when you have like a when your flesh is dying, you have a big yeah. infected pit. They'll <laughs> say it's a brown recluse when actually you had a nick in your skin and it got dirty and it got infected. Is that right? They'll blame it on. Do it all the time. What? They say it's a spider bite. It's like, it's not a spider bite. You just have a fucking septic infection. How can you not? I mean, brown liqueur's bites, it's just like you have syphilis. Like, it yeah, burns brown, off your fucking but face. There's all kinds of really <laughs> powerful, advantageous bacteria that if it gets through your skin, gets in there, it will cause, it'll, like a MRSA infection or something like right, that, where right. it takes over really fast. And people have trouble believing, even doctors have trouble believing that, this is just an infection that happened because your skin does such a good job at keeping you safe that when it gets past the skin, 
that bacteria sometimes can just flourish. So they say, oh, it's definitely it's a brown recluse bite. It's like, it's not. Oh, so you're saying like you feel bad for the spiders that get blamed yeah they for get all blamed for the stuff. Well, a lot of times it's not a spider bite. I won't well, kill a sp- I won't kill a spider. I never kill a spider. I, I take a spider in my house. I throw it outside into yeah. the into the you grass. Gotta. Yeah, because that's what they want anyways. That's what they want. They don't want to be in your house. Yeah. but they do. They all they do is sit around and catch mosquitoes, uh-huh. and that's what we want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out that's- to the. Shout out to the spiders. Shout out to the spiders. You guys are welcome. You guys are spiders. You guys. You guys get a bad rap, but it's all good. What will like a what will like a guy from Pittsburgh say about spiders? (laughs) Oh, uh, they get a bad rap. They get a bad (laughs) rap. You know, uh, they. uh, We need to get them some PR. (laughs) Some better PR down here. Um, I don't know. Oh my god. There's it's the old where do brown where do brown recluses flourish? They flourish kind of pockets everywhere, but a lot of times the east coast, I think. Yeah, east coast. Yeah. Fuck you guys. You guys get it. You guys Fucking get the east brown rec. We get the black widows, which the, do the look they do look scary and they, they do, do look, look evil, badass. But if they bite you, you go to the doctor, Kaiser Permanente, they tell you it's all good. All Kaiser good. Permanente. Hi, we're at Nordstrom's. Uh, we've been talking about the animals we saw. Something that we uh, we talked about honey badgers ripping off a lion's balls. Yes. That was a big one. We this didn't is talk Garrison about Keeler. Hi. I'm Garrison. I feel like this is like the Prairie Home Companion. It's a bit Prairie Home Companion. That's a Minnesota it? thing, it right? Is, it's very Minnesota. What? What yeah. he he's it's he's he's like addicted to talking about Minnesota. Uh-huh. He's he's he off the air, right? He got he got uh cancer. He's off the air, he talks yeah, with a lot of uh, breath. Nasal and, um, voice. Don't they? Uh, Sidetrack. Top there's. Well, jazz. He and Todd Barry hang out trying to see who can <laughs> breathe out their nose the most. <laughs> Hear that, Todd? We're I, dissing you. I, you guys are so mm. funny. It's almost mm. something I. It's almost like you guys are not I'm comedians. <laughs> five, five, five. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe if Fugazi charged more than five bucks, you can have a roommate. I could get a roommate. I w- the drummer wouldn't have to have a roommate when he's forty. <laughs> Is that that's a Garrison joke? Garrison Barry. That's, that's Garrison it. Barry. Garrison Barry. They're just so. Uh, uh, you grew up in a. Oh, so you like living in a a dumpster, do you? <laughs> I love Todd. The best. Shout out to Todd Berry. Happy birthday. So you want me to be on your... I should ask me... I've asked him many times to be in the podcast, but it just didn't happen. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, he's the best. It'll happen when I'm in... When I go to New York, it'll happen. Yeah. You got a song we should end with? Um, The song we should end with... Is it um, this? I am the tiger or something like... What is it? This is Knights at Ebb. Join the chant. Ooh. You ever heard this song before? No, what is Knights or Ebb? Knits or Ebb? Knights or Ebb? It's a fucking industrial band from oh, like okay. the 90s. This sounds like. 80s, uh, actually. This sounds like the fun young cannibals. I think we're in mono right now and it's fucking up this song. Let's see. Oh, it is. Guns! 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 Yeah! This is the greatest song, my favorite new song I know about. Oh, I've heard this song. Yeah, it's famous. It's but yeah. it's uh, how cool is it? Well, this is good. It's so badass. Wow, like is this like is this before Nine Inch Nails came out or? Is oh this, yeah, this is wow. It's pretty Nen. Well, actually, it's probably concurrent with Nen. Um, right, but this pretty is pretty hate machine. This sounds like 
similar it's similarities. It's definitely a yeah. proto, what do you call it, a predecessor to the Nine Inch Nails sound, for Is sure. Is Reznor a ripoff? We look into the Knights or Ebb uh, Nine Inch Nails controversy. There is none, but we make it up. Reznor's ripping. Reznor's ripping. Did what he... song should we play? Um, how about... Uh, Anything that's... Uh, How about Pump Up the Jam by... De- uh, pump Up the Jam. Pump Up the Jam. Pump it up. Why your feet are okay. stumping. Or pump something. Up the Jam. I wonder if there's an alternate version of that. Um, pump Up the Jam. Or how uh, about some Olivia Rodrigo? How she's like... Oh, that's too she's new, like, isn't it? Bah, 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 bah. This is a good uh, song, though. She's got a good song that I like hearing. Really? Or how about... Uh, yeah. Wow, this is cool. Did you just slow this yeah, down? Yeah, you can slow it down on YouTube. You hit Whoa. shift and the, the carrot button. This sounds good slowed. It does. Whoa! It doesn't lower her voice. No, because it's not. It's, it's digital slowing. It's not pitch shifting. Oh. It just takes out chunks, adds air. A little more. It sounds like she's drunk. Floor. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this Stetsasonic? Who is it? Technotronic. Technotronic. Yeah, Kid K. Pump up the Make my day. I want a place to stay. Get your booty on the floor tonight. Make my day. Uh. It's kind of incredible how good this song actually is. You know what I mean? Amazing. It's like a perfect song. Yeah. The best is the the snare. The ta 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 ta. Yeah. When that shit comes in with the transition, it's so simple. Here it comes. Oh, that's dope. The compression on that Yo. snare is. Pump. Wow. So what, what we're trying to say is pump up the jam while your feet are stomping. Yeah. Uh, check him out online. Check you check out. Check me out online. Check out Two Johns Don't Make a Right. You know, uh, Bill It to the Company is the new yeah. what's coming out soon. Bill It to the Company. That's with uh, Martin Shorvin. Is that right? Martin Shorvin. Martin Shorvin. We love it. My old friend. Martin Shorvin. Bill It to the Company, baby. Yeah. Bill It to the Company. Check it out. Um, it's a great movie. All right. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for being here, John. Okay, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs>